Hello and welcome. Innovative author, speaker, advocate, and change agent, Dr. Bonnie Benita with a view is on the new legendary WIGO AM 1570 right now. Hello this morning. How are you guys out there in Radio Land? This is Dr. Bonnie with a view. And I will be your co-host, I mean, I'll be your host today uh, in the place of Dr. Bonnie. This morning we have a caller that is calling in at this moment. We want to hear what she had to say, I guess, recapping from on last week messages. But I'm not sure exactly what it is, but we want to hear from her at this time. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, this is Dr. Alona. Hey, Dr. Alona, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Doing super. Good to hear from you. Good, good. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to share with your listeners. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. What, what, what is your question on today? Um, well, the topic, if I'm not mistaken, was uh, women in ministry and how uh, we've had to face adversity in terms of uh, being accepted. Um, and, and there's a lot of concern about that. I am a woman in ministry. I am a pastor. I've been preaching for 23 years, and I just understand that there's been some conversation about the challenges that women in ministry have to face. And so I was hoping to dialogue with you about that, if that's okay with sure. you. Sure. Hey, I thought Hey, I thought we was going to have to go back into what we had to deal with on last week, <laughs> dealing with that, because they call the bros and stuff, <laughs> dating women. Uh, outside of the country, so hey, we don't have to fool with that this week. Okay, they, hey, we can deal with that as well. So, so oh the, wow, yes, exactly. So the the question is, you having an issue <clears throat> with women in the church? Is that right? Yes, yeah. I don't, I don't have a problem with it, but there are those who do. Uh huh. And I just would like to uh, encourage those who may have been experiencing. Uh, those types of challenges, um, for whatever reason, there are a lot of um, old stereotypes, um, and it's also a, a matter of theology, really, and interpretation. Unfortunately, a lot of the um, biblical support that those that are against women in ministry is not interpreted properly. Yes. Um, and <clears throat> I know if you look at any church, especially through the years, uh, historically, uh, what would the church be without the woman? Um, women have always had leadership roles in ministry, whether it's been acknowledged or not. Uh, the first woman to carry the word, the first person to carry the word was a woman. Right. And so, and so, uh, it's, it's not a, um, comfortable thing is very disheartening for a lot of women uh, to face um, the the rejection of um, the body of Christ. A lot of times, it, it, sometimes it comes from other women, sometimes it comes from men, but the rejection is real, and uh, I think uh, we got a long way to go in terms of opening some doors and breaking down those barriers. Yes, yes. Um, it, it's, it's, it's strange, you know, you're talking about that today. Uh, I just had a conversation with, and I'm not going to call the um, the guy's person's name, but I would mm -hmm. like to just kind of, you know, dig in a little bit deeper um, from the conversation we had on yesterday evening. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about these different things, and it was an organization that was looking for me to be a part of their organization. And mm -hmm. uh, one of the, the one of the um, the uh, questions or the problems that I had or uh, have is you know, and let me say this first. We cannot tell no one, man, woman, boy, girl, who God called or who God right. qualifies. And I'm not saying I'm going to take it up for the women or take it up for the men. The truth of the matter is even the men, we don't know if God, the other person on the opposite side don't know if God called him to preach. Because I see there's a criteria that God said, um, whom he call, he qualifies. Yes. And if God call you, he will do just that. And and I say this, 
if God can use a donkey to speak, to warn his prophets, God can mm-hmm. use whoever you want to use, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. that's just how I feel. But now my concern was, I have a lot of pastor friends that are women, mm-hmm. and they look up to me, and I fellowship with them. And one of the one of the things that the, the the talk that we had, the discussion rather, is was um you know, and I tell them anytime if I'm gonna be a part of you or your organization, my concern is because I'm not gonna compromise my friendship with this woman because she's a pastor, right? And they did not approve of uh, the woman being the head pastor in a church. Yeah. But they didn't have a problem with me, um, you know, dealing with them, fellowshipping. And, and, mm-hmm. and it goes on. And like I said, I don't know if God called. Hey, I'm like this. If God called you to pastor, to preach, whatever, that's between you and God. Right. I ain't got nothing. I don't have anything to do. If I can support you, I support you. Mm-hmm. I have been prayed for and, and I have let women come in my ministry, my church to preach. And mm-hmm. guess what? People got saved. If mm-hmm. God is using a woman to minister, to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, I don't have a problem with it if they're being saved. Because it That's also right. goes on and said, he that winneth souls. It didn't say woman or man. It said right. he that winneth souls is wise. So I look at it, if a, if a woman going to preach, preach. Just make sure God call you and you're anointed. When God take them anointed or the anointed leave, sit down. Right, right. Sit oh, down. that's so good. That's sit so down. Good. Don't, don't, don't keep on preaching. Let's go with the same thing with a man. What you mm-hmm. keep preaching for and the anointing is gone. Right. And that's just how I feel. You know, so I, I tell you, it's a, how can you hear without a preacher? It right. didn't say man or woman. It said how could right. you hear except God send you? How do you even know who, we, who God is? Unless mm-hmm. it's somebody like you and I can reach the message. Because some people, believe it or not, some people just, and, and, and it's sad to say this, Pastor, Pastor uh, Alona. Mm-hmm. It's sad to say this, but you do have people like that. You have people like that in the black church. You have people like that in the white churches. Mm-hmm. The country, mm-hmm. However you want to put in, please forgive me if I said something wrong. But I'm mm-hmm. saying this because the people are hurting, they're broken. Women are out there looking for the refuge to help from, especially our men. And yes. we don't help them. I don't think we help them enough. Right. I think we put them down. And I'm not against women. I'm not against what men, how they feel, how they think. I understand where they are. And I do. And let me say this. I do think sometimes women can make some bad decisions in mm-hmm. leadership. You, you follow me? And I do believe that. And I, just as well as men, can right. make bad decisions in leadership. Do I right. believe God uh, called a woman? I believe God called anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm not biased that God called just the man. If right. that person come to God, come to Jesus, from a woman preaching her standpoint, her, her way of living, and that person gets sexually saved, Mm-hmm. Sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, five baptized in Jesus' name. Yeah. Who's to say God didn't do it? Right. You know, and that's that's, that's just me. That's just, uh, you know, me talking about that. You know, yeah. I don't have a problem, you know, and I'm not afraid to say what I'm saying. You know, what I said is just what it is. And that's just mm-hmm. how I stand. I don't care what pastor don't agree. That's okay if you don't agree. But this right. is where I stand. I, mm-hmm. This is where I stand with this. If you said, not me, if you say it, and mm-hmm. that go for the man or woman, if you, hear me, if you say it, God called you, who am I to say he didn't? Right, I right. stay in my lane, I stay in my place, and mm-hmm. hey, we go on, and I love you, and I fellowship with you, and I keep on continuing to do what I can to help serve you, because at the end of the day, if you can get a donkey mm-hmm. to warn a man of God, <laughs> I wish you could hear me, mm-hmm. a donkey to tell him, if you keep going forward, you're going to get killed. Mm-hmm. 
Dr. Duncan. Just the same way like the men are hitting the women. Keep on yeah. hitting them. They got a message. I believe women have a message to tell the world as well as them. Men have a word. And they always try to quote the scripture. Women should be silent in the church. But if you read a little bit closer, up a little bit before that, don't just read that sentence. Read a little bit before that. It also talks about he and the church should be quiet. And, <laughs> and you know, you're, you're absolutely right. And I was just sharing with a colleague earlier that particular scripture when it talked about women being silent, if you look at the whole context of that scripture, uh, women at that time were being, quote-unquote, messy, and yeah. that's why they they were asked to shut their mouths. And we all know, I'm, I'm a woman myself, but I'll be the first one to tell you, sometimes I have to ask the Lord to bridle my tongue, because sometimes I need to shut up. Yeah. Uh, and so in that particular context, if I'm not mistaken, they were... They needed to be quiet, and and it also said something about not not coming in the church without your head being covered. People have literally taken that to mean don't come to the church without a hat on your head. What it meant in the family dynamic is the husband is the head of the wife, and then God is the head of the husband. That meant in the family dynamic, your husbands need to be in the church so you can lead your wives spiritually. And that wasn't happening, and that is why it was specified. But this is why we have to study to show ourselves approved, because people can take scriptures and be all the way left. And it's still sad at the end of the day, because you still find yourself with people who are um, are, are misled. Right. And, you know, th- that's why we have to uh, study to, sh- to show ourselves approved and it's, it's sad, but the reality is is that you still have that male um, chauvinistic point of view. And it, it, as a woman who has been rejected in ministry, it's painful. Now, I can testify and say that I'm grateful that I haven't had some of the horror stories that I've heard from some of my sisters. I haven't been asked down from a pulpit. Uh, I haven't been told that I couldn't come up to a pulpit, but I have been rejected for leadership because I am a woman. Now, they will never come out and tell me to my face that that is what it is, but when I look at the decisions that have been made and look at the qualifications and the abilities and the necessity of what I have brought to the table, it is very clear that sexism is a factor, but I would like to encourage those who have faced any of the humiliation that has come with that, uh, any of the rejection, still continue to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Still stand strong in who you know God called you to be. Still go forth in what God has called you to do. I have an uncle who was a pastor for 50 years in a Baptist church in Alabama. God rest his soul. I love him with everything that I have. But when I tell you he never embraced me as a minister, but guess what? I didn't let that uh, break my stride because I knew at the end of the day, excuse my vernacular, I'm still who I'm is. Right. I'm still who I'm still who God <laughs> I'm still who God called me to be. Whether you accept me or not, God knows my name and I'm I'm I am born and raised Baptist. My church is non denominational, but I can still hear. From Greater Bethany Baptist Church, 786 Sermon Street in Vine City, a charge to keep I have, a God to glorify, an ever-dying soul to save and fit it for the sky to serve this present age, my calling to fulfill, oh, may it all my power engage to do my master's will. That's with or without anybody's stamp of approval. As long as God has called me, anointed me, appointed me, and equipped me, there for the grace of God go I. And so I'm thankful. I'm going to be all that God called me to be and do all he called me to do, whether people like it or not. Because guess what? If people have a problem with you, it is their problem, not mine. Right. We got to an answer to God. We got people whose um, souls need to be saved. We got right. people who are dying spiritually. Right. We got families that's falling apart because... Mothers don't know how to be mothers, and fathers don't know how to be fathers. You mean to tell me you're going to let people, uh, uh, life just go down the drain because you stuck on stupid? 
talking about what a woman ain't supposed to do. And I don't mean that doesn't sound pretty, but that's no, no, basically I'm, I'm, what I'm so That's how I feel. Be yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we we got a long way to go, but I just want to encourage my sisters. And I want to thank uh, my brothers, brothers like you, who are not afraid to, um, quote, unquote, fight the powers that be and uh, embrace women in ministry because we need all the help that we can get. It's hard out here. People now, dying left and right. Now, Pastor Lund, you know they're going to fight me for this, but it's all right. I'm going to stick with the book. And I would like to piggyback right on that when you said study. And this is very important. I want to go somewhere because I want to read something to not just to you, but I want to encourage you and the ones that are out there because there's women out there that are listening to what we're talking about and they have these same issues. Not, I mean, everywhere, not just here, everywhere. But when you mm-hmm. talked about study to show thyself approved unto God, a mm-hmm. workman that needed not to be ashamed. But here's right. the key. But rightly dividing the word of truth. And right. most people, if you be honest, I've seen pastors jump up after they've been saved two years. One mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They say because they went to the seminary or whatever, that they got this degree or this honor. And they, they just as ignorant when they get done. But if you yeah. read the statistics, they say over half of the people that go in the seminaries feel like they have not been taught properly. Right. And now you're out in the field trying to deal with souls, don't know what you're doing. Now the blind is leading the blind. And there are men. they got schools that really don't want the women. But they accept the women because they take their monies. Yeah. I wish you can hear me. Oh, I, I understand. I, and, I, won't even, I won't call any names, but that, I'm, I'm very familiar with that, one. That's happening all <laughs> the time, every day. And at the end of the day, guess what? It's all about the greed, the mm-hmm. power struggle. Yeah. The people want, the, 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 it's greed. People want power. And the way they can get power is to throw a woman or throw somebody down, then step on them. No, that's not the way God do things. Yes. It's not the way God do things. But can, can I read this to you, sis? And I want to read those to the ones that are out there. And just to hear this, I, I'm just, and I'm not preaching and teaching to no one. I want to just speak this. And I want mm-hmm. others to look at this along the way. If you look right. at the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 14, and okay. just, just hear this. Look what it says, verse 26, chapter 14, 1 Corinthians, chapter 14. I want y'all to get this. I want you to get because what happens, people read... And the offer say, baby, don't eat part of the roll. Eat the whole roll. Don't yeah. eat some and don't eat all. That's not good. If you're going to mm-hmm. eat some, eat everything. Is that all right? Yeah. Watch what uh, First Corinthians, because it's really talking about the people being out of order. Mm-hmm. Speaking in tongues, this person speaking in tongues, that person is speaking in tongues, and there's not an interpreter to interpret what is being said, because we know from study or teaching Speaking in tongues is an unknown tongue as unto God. Mm-hmm. That God is the one that understands the tongue. And I do agree that people don't understand tongues unless you're an, interp- an interpreter and can interpret mm-hmm. what the person is saying and speaking as unto God. And sometimes you have to be quiet because it, it's not edifying the church or the body of Christ. That is true. But watch yeah. this. This is the story. that We miss this part. And we take what we want to power struggle or whip somebody with this and think this. What happened is the people are standing up now and fighting mm-hmm. back. Yeah, and let me say this also with this. I call it a bunch of witches in the church. Mm-hmm. Using witchcraft in the church trying to have po- the power struggle. You can't mm-hmm. do this. If you do this, God going to blow you up. God going to kill you. That's, the, the, that's a lie from the piss from hell. Yeah. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. People tell me you get rich quick with the tricks. Silly rabbit tricks are for kids. Yeah. You, you yeah. Me? But now let me read mm-hmm. this because I don't want to get, I don't want to sidetrack. And First Corinthians chapter 14, and I just explained, it was talking about the people speaking in tongues out of, out of order. And it wasn't talking mm-hmm. about just the women. And please, I don't, I'm not angry. I'm just excited. I, I'm passionate about what I do. I love what mm-hmm. I do. Watch this what it says, verse 26. It says, how is it then? Brethren, with a question mark, when you come together, every one of you have a song, a doctrine, have a tongue, have a revelation, 
have an interpretation. Look what it said. Let all things be done unto edifying. That means to build yeah. up everybody, woman or man. Watch this. Yeah. Watch this. Yeah. Watch this. Here's the kicker. This is what people. This is what people don't do. This mm-hmm. is what the men don't read. This is what the women don't read to defend themselves. Not that you have to defend yourself, because it goes back to what you said. Study. Mm-hmm. Study is the key. When you yeah. get through studying, what you do then, preacher? Study some more. Well, when you yeah. get through studying some more, what you do out there? Study some more. When you mm-hmm. get through studying then and read, what you do again? Read some more. After mm-hmm. you get through with that, what do you do, preacher? Study some more because the word of God is a living word and it do not die. Watch this. Right. Number 27, watch what it says. If any man, it didn't say woman, it says any man. We know what a man is, don't we? Yeah. If any man speak, here it is, in an unknown tongue, let it be done by two or most by three. And mm-hmm. that by course, let one interpret. Y'all hear that? I yeah. wish y'all could hear that. Oh, God, I wish y'all could hear that. And I'm not even charging for that. Watch this. All right. Watch what 28 says. Mm. 28 going to uh, complement what 27 says. Mm-hmm. But if there be no interpretation, you know mm-hmm. it's right in verse 27, if any man speak. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. verse 28 says, if there be no interpretation, watch this. Let mm-hmm. what? Let him who is he? Mm-hmm. Is that a woman or he? Oh, she. All and right. Is it a woman or is it a man? Let okay. him. Him. Uh-huh. Who is him? And that's what people okay. are missing at. Let him keep silent in the word. Okay. In the church. And mm-hmm. let him speak to himself and to God. And that's mm. what people did. It goes down here. And, and it goes down here where this is what people, where some of the preachers try to kill out the women. Verse 36. I'm just joking just for time's sake. It said, let the mm-hmm. women keep silent in the church. Why? It just mm-hmm. told the man first. God directed his word. He talked to the man first because he said he is the head. Okay. The Lord is the foundation. But it told yeah. God said in his word. This is Paul speaking. Mm-hmm. He wrote most books than anybody. And mm-hmm. the, in the epistles. Mm-hmm. So now here it is. To speak, they, they, they want to beat up on the women. Mm-hmm. They say, let your women keep silent. They didn't read the whole scripture, the whole text, the right. whole story to find out mm-hmm. the overall principle, what they were talking about. Because people take the scriptures out of the proper context and use right. it for their good to fight against other people. And the mm-hmm. main thing the church people got to realize in the church Mm-hmm. It ain't about you. It's about God's kingdom being built and souls being saved. And yeah. we forgot about that. That people are dying, going to hell. People got cancer. People were mm-hmm. dealing with the COVID can't breathe. They got high blood pressure, heart problems, diabetes. And we sit up the fighting time who can't talk. The devil is mm-hmm. a lie. Yes. You yes. got a bunch yes. of ignorant men and women in the pulpit that are not mm-hmm. teaching people the truth and rightly dividing. I wish mm-hmm. you could hear me out there in your land. You oh, yeah. have to raise up and begin to read because some people interpret things the way they want to just to get by. But that's not yeah. God's way. Oh, let, me, let, me, mm-hmm. let me let you talk with me too, sister. I'm talking so much. Oh, God, forgive me. No, you're talking, you're talking <laughs> good. And, and, oh, and you, you, you said so much. Uh, people interpret t- interpret things, you know, for their for their own oh, advantage. Yeah, and it's been, and and I'm I am a a writer by trade. I'm a professional journalist mm. by trade, and I can tell people. And I said, if you really want to know the truth, everything in that Bible can be debated because you can find one scripture that says one thing, you can find something that says contrary to it. Um, but you got to study the whole context of it. I can't write anything unless I consider the context. Who am I talking to? What am I trying to say? Right. What have they already heard? Right. What, where is their mindset? And, you know, the, the truth of the matter is a lot of people are really spiritually lazy. You know, they want, they want the pastor to, um, you know, tell them everything. Uh, but you got to study 
to show yourselves approved. I wish I could remember. Um, it was something uh, that was posted on social media one day last week, and I think I I laughed at it to myself. And then after I thought about it, I really should have been crying because it was posted by a leader, um, and it said something about if I, and, I, and I, it may have the wrong word. But it was a word, a homonym. Homonyms are words that sound alike but have this different spelling and different meanings. And so the word in question was mourn, mourning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. That means you're crying or you're lamenting over something. And then we have M-O-R-N-I-N-G, as in the A-M of the day. Mm -hmm. And whoever (laughs) this leader was called themselves making a profound statement and had it all out of context because he was using mourning as in crying as if he was talking about the day. Wow. And I said, now, Jesus, if this ain't ignorant, I don't know what is. But I said all that to say this, is that we have to study to show ourselves approved, and people need to stop expecting the past. Yes, the past is to feed the sheep, but that scripture... Uh, study to show yourselves approved, that's applicable to all of us because you have some people that went to school, got their degrees online, and did not try to uh, really examine the scriptures and, and really did not cut their teeth. And, I'm, and nothing's wrong with, with going online to get it, especially if it's an out-of-town school. But what I'm saying is that while you're getting it, make sure you understand what you're getting it and not just put in uh, – letters on your name just to say you got it but you gotta know you gotta study to show yourselves approved because otherwise you will have people uh, that will be giving uh, God's people doctrine that's not sound uh, you will be satisfying those that have itching ears and sometimes those itching ears are the ones that are speaking the words themselves because they live in foul and they don't want nobody to call them out so they you know choose scriptures to to, to uh, adhere to to what they want it to adhere to, and that's not right either. You can't. You said it earlier. You can't eat some of it. You got to eat this whole word. You got to eat it piece by piece. You got to stop and you got to let it digest and really get it into you, so that you can can live what you're teaching and preaching. And that's why we have to all examine ourselves. We have to die daily. Uh, but we God is holding us accountable, and and I just. Feel sorry for those that's taking things lightly because there's nothing to play with. People's souls are at stake here. I think we just all not to let, and Eve speaks especially as the men should stand up for our women. Mm-hmm. If they're not doing what they're supposed to, mm-hmm. then there's a different story. Yeah. And I just believe yeah. that. Now, if a woman is not doing what she's supposed to, sit down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just vice versa, the man is not doing what he's supposed to sit down. Yeah, yeah. If you're not living what you preach, sit mm-hmm. down. I tell people in exactly. my church, in the ministry, if I'm not willing to obey God and do what God called me to do, you have the right not to follow me. Mm-hmm. I say follow me as I follow Christ. Right, you, right. You follow what I'm saying? And I want to mm-hmm. add to this with what you said when you're saying that the people in the church have to be taught. They mm-hmm. need, and here's the cool part: they need a mm-hmm. preacher because you got they call the unchurched people that mm-hmm. don't even go to church, haven't attend church, don't know God, don't know nothing. And mm-hmm. most of us that are living the life of Christ, we are what they call a living epistle, mm-hmm. read and seen among men. Sometimes mm-hmm. people may not pick up a Bible, right? They read the scriptures, but guess who they are reading? They're reading mm-hmm. you. And that's the way some people come into the church because they read your lifestyle. And you mm-hmm. are an open book. And we, well, we're supposed to be an open book to the world because we right. are a living epistle. Read yes. and seen among men. And if your mm-hmm. life is not in compliance with God, sit mm-hmm. down. Now, when I say life is in compliance because a man messed up his sin against God, don't mean he's out the will of God. My thing is, God is for a man that's mm-hmm. willing to make wrong right, 200%. Right. But he's against that same man that's not willing to make wrong right. He's mm-hmm. against that same man. But if a man is trying to get himself together, 
and trying to make a change, God is for that man. Right. And it goes back again. How can the people learn unless somebody's teaching them with sound doctrine? And when I say doctrine, yeah. there's so many doctrines. It's not just one. When you say doctrine is one thing, you got the doctrine of marriage. Mm -hmm. You got the doctrine of uh, uh, water baptism. You got the doctrine. Of, I mean, there's so many different doctrines. The people talking about the doctrine. Really? How many doctrines are they? You know, that's how you. And, and you got people trying to struggle with other pastors and I see them fighting all the time about this, that, and third, about little simple things and nobody mm -hmm. is being delivered. Right. Nobody's right. being healed. People are dying without God because the church folk fighting amongst each other. Yes. The church folk are fighting among each other. Got these renowned pastors and preachers jugging at each other. And you got the mm -hmm. ones that look up to them like, wow, what's really going on? Mm -hmm. who, who, who can we look to? Because the church is supposed to be a place of a safe haven, a place of refuge. Supposed to. So, you, you follow me, sis? So, mm -hmm. so that's my thing. And, and, and people got, man, we got to do better. Right. We right. got to do better, and it got to start. I always tell people, the change that you are looking for in other folk, got to first start within yourself. If you That's can't right. start within yourself, hey man, you might say, hey, listen, Dr. Lund, I hope you don't go anywhere. We got okay, to I'm take here. a break, hey man, for, at, at this moment. This is Dr. Bunny with a view and I'm your co-host today, Pastor James Hunter. We'll be right back to you. Thank you. All right. Dr. Bunny Bonita with a view. We'll be right back. That feel-good music lives here on WIGO AM 1570. Ellenwood, Morrow, Georgia. We are the legendary WIGO. Paysetter 1570 AM Atlanta.
This is Dr. Bunny with a view. I'm your co-host today, Pastor James Hunter. Amen. Is the caller, are you still that doctor alone? Yes, I am. Hey, yes, ma'am. And, and, and while I was on break, I was just sitting there thinking about uh, what you and I was just talking about uh, dealing with the, the, the latest preachers, uh, pastors in the church. And mm-hmm. I, I really just feel bad uh, for the women that are broken like that. And some of them feel deprived. They feel like they, they don't have a place. And, and, and actually, that can cause all types of issues uh, with the woman. It can cause people to become bitter. Uh, it, can be caused, yeah. it can cause them to have anxiety. Uh, because when yeah. a person feels convicted to do the work that God, not man, but God, when you have that, that certain conviction, you mean what you're supposed to, you know, you mean for God. You mean God's business. And for people yeah. that you respect, which is the men, mm-hmm. um, throw you down and push you away, it's not good. And it makes them, makes them have mental uh, issues. And people don't believe that, but the truth of the matter is when you're not operating in your full potential or your calling, it can cause people to have these different ailments, illness, illness. And that's not good. And and, 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 and Dr. Alana, if I can say this to you, I, I want to, and I'm not just, like I said, I don't want to be like I'm just preaching to the people, but I, I like to give sound doctrine. I want to give yeah. sound words, sound advice that people can understand it. And I don't want the women to be discouraged, you know, mm-hmm. because if you look at, again, First um, Peter chapter 5, if you look at First Peter chapter 5, and I want y'all to hear this. Watch this. And, and, and I'm, for time's sake, I'm not going to read all of this. When y'all get a chance, you go back and regurgitate this and read it all over again for your oneself. So, again, study to show yourself approval. Because whatever we're talking about, it points back to everything for scripturally, what we're mm-hmm. talking about even verbally. Is that okay? But verse number one, it said, the elders which are among you, you got elder women, you got elder men. Which mm-hmm. are among you, I exalt, who am also an elder, and a mm-hmm. witness of the suffering of Christ, and also a wet partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Watch this. Here's the problem that the people are having. If we would focus on this and not focus on that, we can be more effective and efficient in God's house. I wish you yeah. could hear me. It's a, here verse 2 says, feed. It's a feed. Feed mm-hmm. the flock of God, which is among you. Men, women in the church, if we would do this and stay focused and stay in our lane, we don't have to worry about who's doing this and who's doing that. It says, right. feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Not by constraint. Yeah. That means you bow God. You're doing things. But willingly. You can't do that without having constraint. You know, you you you, you got to do this thing the way, the way God said do it, and okay. you can't do it for what filth and lucrative. People no. are in the church. For, people have and God help me. Y'all pray for me. And you got a lot yep. of men have turned the church into a big business. And you know, it's it's not to be that way, but we are living in a day and age where people are concerned more about uh, prosperity. And let me, let me just be clear. God, it, the Bible says money answers all things. So we know, it, and it takes money to do ministry. You, you, are, you are not sitting in the radio station. This is ministry, but guess what? Somebody's got to pay WIGO. Somebody's got it. So it takes money to do ministry. But what has happened is just like Jesus said, explained when he turned over the tables, some of us have made it into a den of thieves, and that was not God's intention. And so we have to remain prayerful that God will make us good stewards over that which he has entrusted us with, and that we would do the right thing. I have a problem if the pastor is flourishing and his sheep are failing, and you have some that will say, "Well, you know, it's not my responsibility." You know, I, you know, you, but you, but you got to feed the sheep. Uh, you got to teach them. When people know better, they do better. Now, you, you can lead a horse to water. You can't make them drink, but you do have a responsibility. If God has entrusted you with those sheep, 
you got to teach the people so they can can learn to do better. So we just have so much work to be done, uh, and it's it's not the time to be uh, picking and choosing about who's qualified and who's not. Because as you stated when you first started, we don't know who God has called, and just because a person is a man does not mean that he is better. Just because a woman is uh, a woman doesn't mean that she's better. Right. Well, let me ask you something, Dr. Alana. Alana, do do you agree with the people that are in the church that are still poor? I want you to hear me. me. The the one that are poor. Now, Now, here's my thing. Now, if the pastor, and depending on what he do, because... For example, I, let me, I like to bring it home. I'm trans, I want to be transparent. Like myself, I build my real estate, and I live uh-huh. the life that I want, I choose. The church mm-hmm. didn't give me a dime to do what I do. Mm-hmm. And it's just mm-hmm. we, we're talking. We're just we're talking. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I like to ride in my, say if I want to drive in my Escalade or Cadillac, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and want to do, and, and, and here it is, I'm teaching and preaching the truth. Of God, but the church never gave me a dime. But God always mm-hmm. find a way to take care of His people when you do His will. Now, when you're teaching and preaching the truth and you're helping people, what about if they don't want to do what it takes to be successful? Because it's, church is more than just spirituality. If they would really look at the the overall big picture, the church is to, supposed to help the whole man. And when I say the whole man, it's the natural man as well as the spiritual man. I think Jesus right. was a businessman. He, 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 we can take all that back when he gave the, the, the three men's talents. One, he gave one. One, he gave two. And one, he gave five. He said, go out and multiply. You follow me? One came back. Mm-hmm. He didn't do what he's supposed to. Two came back, did what he told him. He said, now you that didn't do what I told you to do, you wicked and slow for servant. Now cast him to the outermost parts of darkness. Now that means he did not multiply. That means he did not transfer what God gave him to do what God say do. Now you have people that are in the church that sit in the pews day after day, week after week, year after week, year, and never grow. Okay, so given what you just said, let me retract what I said earlier about having a problem with. Uh, the pastor flourishing and the people failing. Um, let, let me retract that. The yes. Bible does say, "The poor you will have with you always." Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. And so, but I, but I've also said there's nothing that guarantee that says that I have to be one of the poor. You're going to have some that's going to get it, and you're going to have some that's not. My initial statement was in reference to those pastors that are flourishing but not trying to teach the people so that they can, can learn and do better. So it's not all and of then, them. Right, not okay. all of them. But, but you do have some that are only concerned about me, me myself, and I. Uh, let, let those uh, same people that are in need. Uh, have a serious need, and I've seen the past attorney of the cheek, and 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 but but yet they but yet they have not given them tools and resources so that they did not have to be in that situation. So um, you can teach the people. There will be some that will get it, just like the um, the seed. Some gonna fall on fertile ground. Some gonna fall on stony ground. But but you, what we as leaders are responsible for doing is still putting it out there, feeding the sheep. And sometimes they won't receive it. And the Bible says that they don't, you have to shake the dust off your feet. But as for me, it will not, I will not have guilty blood on my hands to where I have not taught the people better. My prayer and my request unto God, Lord, help me to be a good shepherd that lead my people into truth. Uh, knowledge is power, but people still have to feel empowered to use the knowledge that's been given. And so, um, the church should be a, training ground for people to live victorious lives we know how to shout we know how to tear the carpet up we know how to tear our hair down we know how to fall on the floor (laughs) yeah and run a lap around the church we got all we can church real good but if people don't know how to live if a person gets a uh all of a sudden and i'm speaking hypothetically what if 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 georgia passed a law like they have in um in California, yes. and, and give everybody reparations. If if I give you a hundred thousand dollars, and you've had a poverty mentality all of your life, 
and all of a sudden you couldn't manage a thousand dollars a month. Now, now you got it to where you got ten grand a month. Really? Okay. Is that a formula for your success? So, where where's the knowledge coming from? It's not coming from our schools and our kids. They're getting taught taught things that you know. I got taught some algebra, and I still ain't figured out how I'm supposed to use that uh, <laughs> and, and calculus and stuff. And I've been out of high school third almost forty years. So. We got so much to do. Again, a charge to keep I have, a God to glorify, but it's not enough. Yes, we got to make sure people are not busting hell wide open, but we got to also give people tools to live victorious lives. And again, it's no 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 time nor no reason to be bickering back and forth about whether it come from a man or a woman. Right. As long as God has called you to the ministry of saving souls, to the ministry of Jesus Christ. We're all ministers. Some called to the pulpit, some are not. But wherever he's called you, we got to lead, and we got to lead with authority. And we cannot be concerned about um, who accepts me and and, and who doesn't. I, um, uh, Eli, can appreciate this. I've been in Atlanta all my life, and I know pretty much everybody in radio. But I heard Pastor Wanderlyn Stokes say many, many years ago, Stop waiting for people to give you opportunities. If people are not receiving you and accepting you and you know God has called you, create your own opportunities. That's why people that know me know that I am a happy-go-lucky person. I am a happy-go-lucky person. It is what it is. Take it or leave it because I know who I am in Christ. I'm not about to beg for no opportunities. I'm not trying to make nobody like me or accept me. That rejection does hurt. But to my sisters that's still in that humiliation, I will say to you, go on in your closet, cry if you need to, uh, get it out your system. But when you dry your tears, go in that bathroom, wash your face, put you on some makeup on, put your best clothes on, go on out that door and do what you got to do. Because right. the work still got to be done. Right. Let me ask you, uh, Dr. Alana, Alana while, while we're here, I got two questions that I want to ask because it's something I'll be thinking, I'll think about. And, and, and again, I appreciate your wisdom. Thank, Thank God you. for your wisdom, okay? And I hope Thank they don't you. get mad at me because I'm listening to a woman preached here today. Is that all right? Now, now, my question would be, how can the people that are in the church overcome that type of behavior when the pastor is doing one thing and they're not seeing the fruits of their labor at that moment? How, I mean, how, how, how can they, oh, and I'm just asking the question because there's somebody want to know. And I want to hear from well, a woman's perspective in the ministry. How can the people overcome that type of behavior when they don't see the fruits of God? They laboring, they 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 faithful. They're doing what they're supposed. They're giving their tithes. Well, I can say worshiping God with their tithes and offering, but they hadn't seen a breakthrough. They haven't got the check in the mail. They hadn't got the brand new car. Somebody just they go and lay their hands on the car. The car, excuse me. They go and lay their hands on the car, the brand new car lot, rather than the preacher teaching them how to get their credit in place and then right, get their down right. payment, rather than talking about naming and claiming. And lady, you, know, you take your hands off of people's cars. Right, you right, right. You follow me? So my thing yeah. is, too, how can we overcome, how can the people overcome that type of behavior uh, in the I ministry would, with I would that? Say, I would say um, I don't believe in church hopping at all, but if you're not being fed, I would say seek the face of God to where he would have you to be um, so that you can be can receive what you need because you got to get your soul got to be nurtured. But um, pray and ask God on where you need to be. I don't believe in people not being covered because um, we, we have to we have to have that fellowship. The Bible says to say not the assembling of yourselves together. So you need a spiritual covering, but it needs to be. God led. Ask him to order your steps to where you need to be so that you may use your gifts and that he may be glorified, but that you may also be, be fed spiritually. It, it has to be um, led of the Lord. And, 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 and Pastor Alana, let, let me say this. I'm not trying to add on top of stuff and add on top of that and add on top because it, it just people are provoked by this conversation. But my mm-hmm. thing is now and, and this we talking just the regular how, how people think, but you got the people that what you call the unchurched that love God, want to know God, want to learn the things of God. But mm-hmm. what if they don't know how to pray 
uh, how to seek the face of God, how to seek out another ministry, because my grandmama been here all her life, and this is where I am. Mm-hmm. How, how do mm-hmm. we over? And, and that, this, that's still with the first quote. Then I got a second. I'm gonna just leave and, and let you talk from there. But I, I just, you got people out there that are dealing with this. They're like, well, I don't know how to seek the face of God. I don't know if God is speaking to me. I don't know if God is talking to me. How do I know that's the voice of God to leave the church, go somewhere else? How, so, talk to me that you know, like that, Doctor Lana. How do I get past that? I think um, last year, the year of 2022, God revealed to me was the year of partnership and accountability. And it's actually feeding over into 2023, which he has revealed to me as the year of influence, where we're, we will use our influence to help change lives. Um, but going back to partnership and accountability, when you find yourself in limbo like that and you don't know what to do, that is the time to reach out to other believers, ask the Lord to direct you to people that you can trust, uh, that people that will tell you the truth. And real believers will be able to identify uh, their gifts and uh, affirm them and uh, help show them some things in the spirit that will help lead them, which, again, leads to that influence. The influence that we have as Christians is life-changing, and and it's not going to be tied to a pastor or to a deacon or to a prophet or to a bishop. All of us who are born-again believers have gifts on the inside of us, and that influence is going to help usher somebody else into their spiritual destiny. So uh, to to go directly to answer that question, find an accountability partner that is a Christian, that is stronger in the faith than you, and ask them, tell them what you're struggling with, and ask them to help usher you into that revelation knowledge that you're trying to receive. That person will be able to pray for them and pray with them, show them how to pray, and help get that breakthrough. Life is too hard to be trying to go through by yourself. We don't know everything. I know some of us are smart, traveled, uh, uh, well-traveled, well-educated, degrees at the yin-yang, uh, but we don't know everything. Um, and so uh, get that accountability partner to help help usher you into it and stop trying to do it on your own because you're going to frustrate yourself. Right. Hey, amen. And I and I appreciate I love all of that. You say you have these different types of things. Some people got to make sure that you have that partner or that spiritual leader that can lead you and help you uh, to grow in the spirit of God. And, and I love when you say you're dealing with dependability, credibility. Mm-hmm. Make sure mm-hmm. and you all that are out there listening. And I have the second question, Dr. Arlon, I want to ask, but I want to say this along the piggyback ride on what you were saying. You definitely have to make sure. If you're going to pick and choose, you can't pick mm-hmm. and choose people just because they're in church. You got to pick and choose people that are wise in the faith that can yeah. help you, that have depend, that, that's dependable. You got to have somebody and that's credible. Some, right, and have some fruit on their tree. Exactly. Somebody that's accountable. Somebody that is, that are sta- that is stable. You don't just mm-hmm. go in because they in the church. They say they speak in the tongues and they shout and they speak, seem to be so spiritual. I've seen people shout with dresses on and be messes they want to be in the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I wish y'all could hear me. But now, let, let us move on. Dr. Uh, Alana, this is the second thing that I want to ask you. And this is, mm-hmm. I'm going back and I want to deviate from what we're talking about from the topic today, women pastors. Here's the thing that I want to ask. How can one know their call by God? Because there's some woman out there right now is debating, should I? Or should I not? They pulling flowers. They pick plucking them each by the ear. Should I or should I not? Should okay. I or should I? And here's the question. How can one know? And let's, let's, let's be a little bit more general. Man or woman, but definitely speaking to the women that are out there. How can they know or how would they know if God have called them into ministry? First of all. It's it's not about you. I um, read the booklet from Rick Warren years ago, The Purpose Driven Church. Yes. And the first thing it said is, is, it's not about you. It's not about you. So first thing I would say is remove themselves totally out of the equation. If it keeps pulling at you and tugging you and you cannot escape it, uh, that's probably God. Uh, because I know in and of myself, I always wanted to please God 
but I didn't want to pastor because I had an experience before, um, and it did that. It didn't turn out well once I began pastoring with my then husband. My marriage just died. It collapsed. It fell apart, and I found myself saying, "Oh, I don't never want to be nobody pastor ever again." And my former pastor can tell you that my last day worshiping at the church that I was at, I cried like a baby because I did not want to answer the call. But I had in my spirit, just like Jesus did in, in the in the garden, or, or, or when he said, God, you know, if, if it be your will, take this cup from me. I don't want to do this. Yes. But nevertheless, not my will, your will be done. If it's if you take your flesh out of the situation and say it ain't about me, but God, if this is what you want me to do, I'll go where you want me to go. I'll do what you tell me to do. And that 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 was my determining factor. Yes, and that sound hey, and that and to add with what you're saying, uh, Doctor Alana, that's I think it's it's four uh, calls that a person would receive mm-hmm. that the people can call you, and you don't want people to call you. The mm-hmm. second thing, you can call yourself. You don't want to call yeah. yourself. And the third thing, the devil can call you. And the fourth thing is, there's the legitimate call. The mm-hmm. legitimate call of God that will call you into the ministry. And, and Dr. Mm-hmm. Dr. Lama, and man, it's getting so deep and it's getting so heavy and good. I'm loving the energy. But here's the thing. we got to get ready to get out of this thing. And, man, my God, we, I hope we can continue this uh, maybe on next Thursday. Uh, with Dr. Bonnie with a view. And before we get it, uh, clo- before we close it out, is that a short prayer, uh, Dr. Alana, that you can pray for the people that are out there that needs to hear this, what we're talking about? Could you do that? Sure. First? Thank you. Sure, I, I can. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. We praise you, God. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come together, to come before your people, God, to share our experiences, God. But mostly important, most importantly, to share what you have allowed us to receive through our own experiences. God, I pray that someone listening has received revelation knowledge, uh, confirmation, affirmation, inspiration to go forth and do that which you've called them to do. God, I pray for those who are suffering with broken hearts from humiliation, from rejection. And I pray, God, with everything within me, God, that the peace of God will overtake them, Father, that you would give them rest, God, for their weary souls, God, that you would give them joy unspeakable uh, and, uh, and breathe new life into them, God, and let them know uh, that you that they are yours, you love them, and that what you have for them is for them, and that there is work for them to do, that they are relevant, that they do matter, Father. I thank you, Father, and I trust that it's all done, and we rejoice with them right now, God, in yes. Jesus' name, and so it is. Amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dr. Bonnie with a view, and I'm your co-host pastor today, Pastor Hunter. And at this time, we want to meet you guys back again on next Thursday at 1030. God bless you. We love you is our prayer, and God keep you. Amen. We hope you enjoyed Dr. Bonnie Bonita with a view. Please remember to send in any questions or comments to WIGOAM1570.com, or you can reach Dr. Bonnie Bonita directly at BonnieBonitaWorldwide.com. You can also join our army of volunteer advocates. It takes a village. Our email address is DrBonnieBonita at BonnieBonitaWorldwide.com.